Welcome to the End Times Chat. Our passion is found in the words of Jesus. There will be signs in the sun, moon, and stars. On the earth, nations will be in anguish and perplexity at the roaring and tossing of the sea. People will faint from terror, apprehensive of what is coming on the world, for the heavenly bodies will be shaken. At that time, they will see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and great glory. When these things begin to take place, stand up and lift up your heads, because your redemption is drawing near. Each week, you will hear news from around the world that will urge you to wake up to these events to make you knowledgeable about what the Bible says about them. Join GJ and Dan in the conversation. Wow. Every every time I'm like, let's go, let's go. Let's, let's do go. This. Rise up, let's go. I'm ready to go. I mean, there's still a lot of things I want to accomplish while we're here on this earth, but man, I'm ready to get there. I just want to get to heaven. I want to get with Jesus. So you're thinking eternal. I'm thinking eternal. I am. Speaking of which, there's a, a passage of scripture I wanted to start off with in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verses 4 through 6. And it says this, But you aren't in the dark about these things, dear brothers and sisters. And you won't be surprised when the day of the Lord comes like a thief. For you are all children of the light and of the day. We don't belong to darkness and night. So be on your guard, not asleep like the others. Stay alert and clear-headed. I feel like that passage of scripture really encompasses everything that we've been doing for the last like eight months. And uh, eight months, I think it's been eight months, but October, November, December. <laughs> yeah. Eight months. I think it's eight months. I don't even know how many shows we've done. I don't either. I have to go back and take a look. Every just, week. Yeah. Every single week without fail. Even when I'm on vacation, even when Memorial Day happens. Even when I'm on vacation. Heck yeah. And by the way, last year, last week, you had asked right before we went on, I didn't get a chance to tell you yet. We had, man, amazing. 13,000 through plays and over 40,000 views with 84,000 people reached. And it's still not done yet. We still have the rest of the day today for it to catch up. And then the week before that, we even had, even after I got finished with that boost, people just kept adding to adding to it. So yeah, I'm really excited about where we've been, where we're going, GJ. I'm really excited about it. We'll see what happens. So how are you, man? All right, right. Before you say it, yeah. you had a tough week. I had a tough week, but my hands are okay. Hallelujah. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I'm not going to get into great detail about last week, but last week was one of those weeks that um, every once in a while, when you question whether or not you're on the right track or not, and the enemy attacks, boom. You know, you're on the right track. I think a lot of people underestimate those that are in ministry, those that are doing and being obedient. Uh, they think that everything should just go really well. And it, But as I was reading today in the Old Testament, when King David, even though he was favored uh, by God, he still had to go through some major battles. It wasn't easy. He had attacks. And he had to trust God for those, for the strength and the and the people that would fight for him. So I think, you know, we just have to understand we're in, we're in a battle here. We're in a battle with the enemy. Absolutely. We're definitely in a war. Um, 
I think uh, your words, your uh, the scripture you read, and what was that scripture again? If you could just call that out. First Thessalonians five four through six. Tell you what I'll do. I'll pop it up. Oh my gosh! Pop it in that thread, baby. Pop it in the thread. Boom! <clears throat> there it is. It's not showing the whole thing, unfortunately, <laughs> but there it is. And the only Bible verse that I know from memory is Thessalonians, First Thessalonians five eighteen, which is, "In everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus." <laughs> I did read that one, but I do know that one. <laughs> there it is. There it is. Woo! Well, Deb, Debbie, Debbie, thank you. Um, uh, I, you know, I know we got some news to talk about. Um, I did get a little crazy. I was thinking about you and Jimmy. Uh, I got a little crazy with a chainsaw this weekend, and um, I'm highly sore. Oh, but you're still on all your limbs, right? All my, limb, all my limbs, but some trees are missing some limbs. <laughs> yeah, better the trees than you. So I overdid it on the... <laughs> <clears throat> so I got a whole pile of limbs out in the front yard uh, to be picked up. Um, the one of the things that... Uh, talk about, you know, the, the battle, the enemy... Uh, I was talking to a friend of mine yesterday and he was sharing some stuff and I was just like, oh my gosh, and, and how many people would know? Because from the outside, everything's going great and he's doing great. And then, but internally and spiritually, I mean, he's been attacked. So I think that's one thing that, uh, you know, we share not to be discouraging anybody, but Satan is real. <clears throat> God is real. Jesus is real. The Holy Spirit is real. Um, and when you have Jesus and God and the Holy Spirit, the Trinity, uh, you can overcome the enemy. Um, and I, I, you know, over the last two weeks, I've seen, um, I've been public, uh, and we went down to see friends down in Branson. And it's, you can feel, you know, going to restaurants, you just feel the energy of people wanting to get out. <clears throat> There's a new sense of freedom. There's a new sense of, excitement uh, from what we've all had to deal with over the last 15 months. And one of the things that, that I, I've seen is just that level of frustration. And even even though now there's this excitement, now there's good weather, you know, here in the States we're in the summer months. <clears throat> I know other people that are watching, you know, might be in a you know different, it's flipped, you know, from a weather standpoint. Um but, you know, there's still that level of frustration, like what's next and how do we, where do we go from here and how do we get through with what's, we're still coming out of. So there's that excitement. There's hope for newness. However, there's still the reality. And so I see a lot of people that are frustrated and, and, uh, and they're focused on the destination and the destination is not the journey of the process. And you got to go through the process and the journey before you get to the destination. And a lot of times we got to see the destination. And even though we may not see the destination, that can create frustration. So I'm seeing some of that. So today I know we were talking about Think Eternal. <clears throat> and, uh, you know, this show is all about, you know, what are the signs of, of the return of Jesus and, and eternal life? And I know we've tapped 
you know, tap dance a little bit on, on this topic, not not to be afraid of tap dancing, but it's just we skirted around it. It's like when you start to think eternal, it really takes a lot of the things that we deal with on a daily basis. It really doesn't make that big a deal. You know, if somebody cuts you off when you're driving, I mean, is it really that big a deal? No. And typically, we might get to work one minute later <laughs> or go to the store one minute later. I mean, whoop-de-doo. <clears throat> so to me, uh, instead of focusing on the current destination, what is the process, what is the journey to get to the destination, and what is the ultimate destination? Is to have eternal life yeah. with God, with God Himself. And when you start thinking of that, that's pretty amazing. It is, and I, I mean, I'm the kind of person too that I, I don't, I'm not very patient when it comes to getting to some place. <laughs> Although every once in a while, I'm that I'll guy that cut me off. Okay, all right. Sometimes, yeah. No, I try not to, but, um, but then every once in a while, I feel like. I just want to enjoy the enjoy the ride, enjoy the view, and I, and then so my family, I'm kind of the guy that's a, they say, why are you, why are you taking this way? It's the longest way. I'm like, it's not the longest way, but it probably is the longest way. I said, but I like to see the different the different perspectives and different places, and so I'm. Uh, but every once in a while, though, I'm like, when it comes to eternity, when it comes to the end times, it comes to the rapture. I'm like, I just want it to be over. I just want to get there. I'm so, so I get so tired of the everyday battle. And I think what's what you're saying is a lot of people are kind of at that place right now where they're feeling tired about the everyday battle and about seeing all the craziness going on in the world. And, and, you know, we make, we have all this news that we have that we present every single week. And a lot of it is heavy, but we do it because of what first Thessalonians chapter five verses four through six says, we want to be alert. We want to be clear headed. But remember, we're not children of the darkness and of, and of night. We're children of the light and of the day. So we have this hope that's inside of us because of Jesus that says, this earth is not your final destination. Because I am your final destination. And with, with Jesus comes peace, comes comfort, comes strength, comes hope, comes eternal life with God for forever. And so that's what we need to hold on to um, because he, he did say, you know, gonna, these things are going to happen. Right. But he said, do not be discouraged for I have overcome the world. And that's what we need to keep on reminding ourselves is that Jesus had said, do not be discouraged. I have overcome the world. And as a matter of fact, because of that, all of us are more than conquerors through Christ Jesus because of his sacrifice and raising from the dead. So we just have to start off with that encouragement. And we're going to finish off on that encouragement because I got some more scriptures later, right before we pray, that um, I know people will hopefully, I hope people will be encouraged by. It's probably the the ones that I picked out. Probably. <laughs> I just thought I got nothing. I got nothing. Here's the scripture. Where, here's the scripture we always talk about for Jesus. I know I'm getting really on top of it these days. I don't know how you do that, but God bless you. <laughs> I know, but it's covering my face. That's all right. They just have to see my eyes. Well, it's like it's like the last fifteen months. There you go. I'm like kill. I'm like kill Roy. He's like wearing the the mask. <laughs> <laughs> 
Don't let anyone mislead you, Jesus says. Go ahead, you read it. You can see it on your screen. So you're trying to be like Mr. Roboto? Mr. Roboto. <clears throat> I'm not Better reading. reading. <laughs> no, it's too much. That's too much. But that's too much for me. Well, this is what Jesus says. He says, uh, and you will hear of wars and threats of wars, but don't panic. Yes, these things must take place, but the end will follow immediately. Nation will go to war against nation, kingdom against kingdom. There'll be famines and earthquakes in many parts of the world. But all this is only the first of the birth pains with more to come. So I know that doesn't sound like an encouragement, but it really is. We, <laughs> we're expecting these things to happen, but it's just the beginning of the things that are supposed to happen. So earth, earth news, wars and rumors of wars. We want to go over that every single week because Jesus said these things are going to happen. So what's some earth news, GJ? What do we got? I don't have earth news yet. Yet, yet. Uh, one news, though, and uh, one of my favorite, well, he is my favorite all-time singer. <clears throat> B.J. Thomas passed away this past week uh, from cancer. And uh, when it was diagnosed, he went quick. Um and, and it was one of those voices that it doesn't matter what he's saying. It just there's that soothing, that soothing voice. Uh, and he was also one of my father's favorite singers as well. And, uh, you know, most people would know him from that song, Raindrops Keep Falling on My Head, which was the number one song, I believe, in 1969 uh, for the movie uh, that uh, Paul Newman and Robert Redford did. Um I don't even know the movie now. I don't either. It was a Western. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. My mom, my mom will probably text me. Just put it in the chat, Mom. <laughs> my, my, dad, my dad will probably know. He's a Western fan. He loves watching Western. <clears throat> anyway. <laughs> <laughs> we won't know what it is. At least they do. <laughs> anyway, we, we lost him, but here's the blessing. He's in heaven. And I told my mom this. I said, my dad, who did not have much of a singing voice, he had no singing voice. And he was one of those guys that sang like nobody was watching. Hmm. <clears throat> so now he's singing with, with B.J. Thomas. And I asked my mom, I said, well, everybody have a perfect voice in heaven. So think about that. I'm like, so hopefully that, that's a new gifting my dad received. Um, and I don't have that gifting either in singing. So anyway, that was my news. I know you got some earth news. I got a few. Go give give it give it to me, man. Give it to me. Well, here in California, we're not singing raindrops keep falling on my head. If anything, we're singing dust clouds keep falling on our heads. Because <laughs> literally, California is th thanks for that uh, song. It was a great segue. California is in a 74% drought right now. 74%. Mm. And it's, I was uh, chatting with my wife about potential tornadoes that we've had here in the past and, and about, because every time I go to these certain areas and it's really dusty out here, I'm telling you, it's like the, when the wind blows, it's so dry that dust, like dust, they call them dust devils or whatever they call them. You know, this, yeah, they, they form right, right on the side of the road. Like you can see the wind is kicking it up and these little dust devils just kind of fly up like the Tasmanian devil and, um, on uh what's the name of that rabbit <laughs> what's, i Bugs can't think thank you Bugs Bunny. what's the name of that stinking rabbit um 
Anyways, yeah, he wouldn't be allowed in today's culture. So the um, I, we go down over our hill, we can see the entire valley of Lincoln where we live, and there I just saw this massive dust storm kick up. It was right in the middle of the valley, massive dust storm, and two dust funnel clouds like formed in the distance. And I thought, you just don't see that very often unless it's in a dry, dry place. Like I know Arizona is pretty, pretty dry and also very hot, but that's kind of par for the course for them. But to in see Nevada. what yeah, in Nevada, actually, you're right. But Northern California, it does get pretty hot up here, but I it hasn't been this dry in a long time. I sent a report uh to my wife this morning. Where Ruben, Ruben, good job, Ruben. Oh man, I can't see what he said. What do you say? Rich Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. There it is. I love Ruben. He's one of my favorite people on the planet. He is a prayer warrior of prayer warriors. Ruben, love you, buddy. Praying for you and your family, man. Um, just saw him this past Thursday. So, you know, I sent this report to my wife and a couple of friends that there are lake beds that are, uh, and rivers that have just turned to dust here. And most in Northern California, like Mendocino, um, Mendocino Lake is almost bone dry. Wow. Um, there are several other lake beds and river beds that have just become just depleted. Lake Oroville, you can actually go and see a picture of Lake Oroville uh, two years ago with all the houseboats on it and how filled it was to now the banks of the, of the lake are are kind of over, it looks like they're looming in on the houseboats. That's how much of the river or the lake bed is gone. So I mean, it's pretty crazy up here. Um, so I got to keep that in mind. And then not only that, GJ, Northern California, Nevada, actually all of California, Nevada, in the last week and a half, we've experienced over a thousand earthquakes. Over a thousand in one week and a half. The one I mentioned in Tahoe last week, the largest one, but there are so many mini earthquakes anywhere between two and four that most people won't really feel that are happening all over California and Nevada right now and all in like 10 days, 10 day period. So there's this, there's this, um, they're, they're kind of thinking, is this a precursor to a big event that's going to happen here in California? So I don't know. That's a good question, but, um, it's actually in, centered right around Tahoe, which I mentioned last week. It's about an hour and a half away from where I live. So I will keep everyone updated about what I'm feeling. So if you don't show up next week, we know what happened. The big one happened. Um, that's scary, man. <laughs> yeah, I can always count on you for the encouragement. I, you know, that's great. Appreciate well, it. I got to do the show by myself then. You might. You might need to. Although... Just like the post office, rain, slow, sneak, sleet, not sneak, sleet, whatever it is, won't stop me from delivering the mail. I'm hoping that nothing will stop me from delivering this message. So, <laughs> GJ, oh, DJ, I'm down in this hole, this crevice. You can't see me, but I got my internet. Yeah, make sure you got your smartphone. <laughs> yeah, that even works. And then this week on June 10th, you should be able to see this, GJ. I'm hoping that you will be the one to go outside and take some snapshots of well, the ring of fire. I am. because yeah. I am. I'm put, it's, it's there. I'm laying it on thick, man. I'm laying it on thick. You have to go out and take a look at the ring of fire solar eclipse happening on June 10th. 
The morning of June 10th is when it's supposed to happen. Can you do it? Three days. Three days from now. That's a Thursday morning. Can you send me a reminder? Yes, I will pop it on my phone right now. (laughs) Wait, wait, wait. Computer, send it a reminder for Thursday to text GJ that he has to watch the solar eclipse. There you go. So the the ring of fire sounds like... uh, 6 a.m. She's going to remind me 6 a.m. Oh, my gosh. The ring of fire sounds like Johnny Cash. It does. By the way, I did the ring of fire. I have no idea what the words are. She's still talking to me. I just keep it going. She has a nice voice. No. <laughs> All right, back to you, JJ. Hey, you asked me to remind you. I'm reminding you. My mother. AI? AI has infiltrated the show. It has just now. Oh, by the way, uh, my mother-in-law was watching the show yesterday from this past week, or from the 17th of May, and um, she got a kick out of the fact that we were like, hey, and now we're from our sponsor. Oh, yeah, we don't have one. <laughs> so that was an honor of my mother-in-law. <laughs> we do take donations. Well, I mean, I, we don't... I don't know where you'd send it, but we will accept it. We should probably accept donations. That might be a good idea. So do you have any other Earth news? Mm-hmm. Go for it. <clears throat> but before I get into my Earth news, and you already touched on some of it, is with all this dryness, what does that lead up to? What is California known for? Produce. Yep. So they're basically saying that there's going to be shortages of food and we and we and it talks about that in the bible there will be shortages of food and and famines so it's 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 like a precursor to a famine how bad will the famine be i don't know um so they're already talking about that in the news yeah not only and not only that but this year they're slating this year to be one of the worst fire seasons on record and i just met a family about two weeks ago they were one of the families that there was this huge fire in san diego that happened i'm not sure how many years ago it was 10 to 15 years ago and um and it burned down whole communities in san diego and until like three years ago that was the largest fire that north that that california had had in history well, we've already had the last two or three seasons. We've already that we've had fires that have far surpassed the size of that fire. Uh, Paradise, California, literally burned to the ground. The entire town was just uh, leveled, except for a few buildings. Uh, the Santa Rosa fires leveled hundreds of thousands of acres. The Butte fire destroyed an entire city. I mean, we've we've had we've had massive amounts of fires, but this year, and I'm not trying to be a harbinger of doom. It's just the way things are right now that we're expecting probably the worst fire seasons on record this, this season. So it's coming up starting in July through uh, October. Well, it seems like every year it just gets worse. Yeah, it does. So that's a sign. And one of the things we continue to talk about it, these signs, some of them, you know, may be assigned to a sign. Some of them are just like things make us go. "Mm." Oh yeah. With the wrong direction. (laughs) Yeah, it's been a while. It's only been a week. 
It's only been a week. Well, Brian threw me off last week. He kept yeah. going the other direction. Yeah. <laughs> My head is still sore. <laughs> I asked him if he'd be on today, and I said, you've actually been banned. <clears throat> Unless you wear a helmet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we have hard heads, but they're not that hard. Exactly. <clears throat> and then the other thing is, you're you're describing all these, all the dust. I mean, things that make you go hmm. I mean, it's another thing that make you go hmm. Uh, that's happening, and these are signs that are happening all over the world. So it's like, okay, wake up, pay attention. Maybe this one has no meaning right now. Maybe it's a precursor, just like a thousand earthquakes. So one of the things I was going to share, now it seems like I'm not sharing anything, is and we had over 63 earthquakes in the last 24 hours on a global scale. Well, it's just, it's like more and more and more is shaking. There's more and more fires. There's more and more flooding in different parts of the world. I don't have any flooding for today. You might. Um, <clears throat> rumors of war, that's where I got some info so all these things are just signs and when you open up the bible and you start to read especially in revelations it's very very clear that these are signs and he said you will know the season you'll know the signs so so a lot of people will ask how do you know we're in that season look at the signs now is this sign tomorrow is it next week next year Five years? I don't know. What I know is we're in that season and more things are happening. And again, we've talked about the word acceleration. It's accelerating. The fires are accelerating. And it's not just in one area. And if you look back in history, a lot of times these things are happening in one area. Earthquakes happen in one area. Volcanoes happen in one area. Um, you know, tornadoes. It used to be Tornado Alley. Well, the Tornado Alley is out the window. Oh, it's Tornado Country. <laughs> yeah, it, it's crazy. And here, I live in Tornado Alley. And in the last five years, I think we've had one tornado or two tornadoes. <clears throat> one went like right over our house, but it was it hadn't touched down. And it touched down about 10 miles east. And then they had one on the west side of town. And it just like dropped down and popped back up and did no damage. Wasn't it like yeah. last week? Didn't you guys have a tornado warning that happened last week? Because I, I saw a link in Nebraska on the news list this past week. Go ahead, keep that up because I'm going to look it up while you're talking. Oh my gosh! Thanks, thanks, thanks for warning. Thanks for saying, "Hey, are you okay?" Thanks for um, the show. <laughs> you're <laughs> telling me about tell me about earthquakes and tornadoes. Yeah, go, enjoy, go enjoy your earthquake <laughs> and your fire and your dust and my fire and my dust and your no water. <laughs> <laughs> Here it is. I found it. It's right here in the news, May 27th. Southwest Nebraska tornado caught on camera. By Well, this was Southwest. And I was out of town. Good. Anyway, back I'm, to you. I was doing a show. <laughs> I was doing a show in Branson. That's I right. I think you were on. Yes, I was. <laughs> I think I was there. Yes, I was there. Uh, okay. So what about the big um, 
Sinkhole in Mexico. Holy cow. I forgot about that one. Thank you for Oh my, my gosh, I forgot that one. I was like, he missed it. He missed it. I got one. <laughs> <laughs> Holy cow, that was a big sinkhole. Yeah, I think it was like 265 feet in diameter. And it's like a perfect circle. Here's the thing that got me, got me though. Just like with the volcano in Iceland. Okay, the ground sinks. How do you know it's not done stinking? And they're going up to it. What are you thinking? Yeah, you know that. I had a good teacher. <laughs> I don't know, man. I saw that. I saw that videos. They were like, they, somebody had a drone that was taking drone footage of it, and there's all these people standing around the edge of the sinkhole. I'm like, are you? It's like people going out in the ocean and hanging out with the orcas. They're killer whales, people. Oh, oh, there's a great white within 20 feet. Oh, it's okay. What are you thinking? I know. You are straight. <laughs> <laughs> but literally, I would stay away from that area. I would too. There's a sign. There's a clue. So if that works on two different levels, TJ. There's a sign about the sinkhole, and there's your sign about standing next to the thing. Thank you, Bill Engball. Maybe you can sponsor and donate to our show. We'd love it. Yes. Yes. I mean, here, here's the thing that it also triggered for me. Is there's these signs and people are ignoring the sign. Okay, the volcano has 2,000 degree lava and you're going up to it. All right, there's a sign, but they're ignoring the sign. There's a sinkhole. Oh, it might not be done. Oh, there's your sign. So while all these signs we talk about, we can choose to ignore them. Oh, that's just weather. That's just this. Happens all the time. Correct. Look at all the things that are happening that we talk about every week. Every week. Every week. There's a sign. It's time to wake up. Well, just like the scripture we read before, stay alert and clear-headed. Stay alert and clear-headed. Man. Well, do you have any other earth news? I don't. Because that was a big one. That was a big one. Well, there was a new, I think, new volcano um, eruption somewhere. I forget. I had it written down, and I. I think Mount, Mount Etna in the last two weeks has actually, or no, one week I think has had four more eruptions. So that's the one in Italy that's been literally blowing its top for the last several months. Um, I haven't had any, any new updates about the two in Congo, but. Um, and just still praying for all the people near those places. Just don't go near a volcano, would you please? Please? And why is that? Because you're, you're going to get burned. You play with lava, you will get burned. Actually, you play with lava, you're going to melt. You're not going to burn, you're going to melt. <laughs> so frustrating. <laughs> I'm laughing because, oh my gosh. What are you thinking? I'm all right. All right, you got worse and rumors of wars. Yeah, your first this time. Your first this time. I got. I'll save mine for after you. North Korea starting to talk smack about Israel. Oh my gosh, that was my first one. Go for it. <laughs> <laughs> well, that one triggered. I was like, oh, we haven't heard talked about them yet. 
<clears throat> so they're talking, obviously, China and Russia, and then China and Russia uh, talking smack about the U.S. as well. That's escalating. Uh, I haven't seen that in the mainstream media, but that's definitely happening. Uh, they tend to, like, skirt around that issue. Um, then you've got uh, Egypt saying they make, might take over the Gaza Strip. Oh, I saw that. That's crazy. So, so, I mean, it's every week somebody else, another country is getting involved. And, and whether it's rumor or whether it's actually happening, I don't know. Well, keep in mind, Jesus did make it really clear there's going to be actual wars and rumors of wars. Whether they happen or not, like you just mentioned, it fits both. So not only is North Korea talking smack, they use a really interesting a really interesting adjective to describe Israel. They said misanthropic. <laughs> I, I mean, that. I did. Yeah. Is, why, and, why that word? I don't know. Misanthropic. It means they actually don't care about humans. I mean, that's pretty much what that means instead of philanthropic, which is the love of humans. Um, so they're accusing genocide, Israel of genocide and massacring children. I'm like, where are you getting your info, bud? I mean, really, where are you getting your info? And this is ironic because Kim Jong-un, who's the leader of North Korea, literally said in a new law recently, stamping out any kind of foreign influence in their country. In one neighborhood, there was a guy that was caught with a, with a South Korean drama, I think on video, and they made the entire town watch him be executed because he broke law. And you're going to accuse Israel of misanthropic genocide? Yeah, that goes in. That goes in things that make you go what? <laughs> yes. I just, yeah. Anyway, I know. there's your sign. There's your sign. We need to keep an eye on North Korea. We need to keep an eye on China, Russia, Turkey, Iran, pretty much the entire Middle East. Yeah, and now Egypt. Yeah, and now Egypt, and. Iran, speaking of Iran, you heard about you've been reading about these massive explosions going on at I, I would call what do they call it? Um, the steel plants. Yeah, but something that's like uh, that builds up. I can't. I'm having a hard time thinking of worse today. I think it's all the time I spend in the sun. Um, you know, like bridges and things that <laughs> things that support the society. I'm having, it's going to come to me later. Anyway, yeah, infrastructure. You just said it. Thank you. Infrastructure. I said construction. I know, but you just helped me come up with the word. Thank you very much. Infrastructure of Iran. I got nothing. I'm just supposed to help you be, be the star. No, 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 no. Jesus is the star. Thank you. I was about to correct you. Um, and then two Iranian warships are just just went around the Horn of Africa. First time in their history they've ever done anything like that. Where what are they going? That? Yeah, where are they going? That's what I want to know. Where are they going? Where are they going? <laughs> did you take a wrong wrong turn to Albuquerque? I mean, did you take a right instead of a left? And then the, one of the well, another Iranian warship was literally destroyed. Yeah, and nobody knows why. <laughs> and then there was a tanker uh, off the shore. That it looked like a junk tanker that sunk, and then all these chemicals were on it. 
Oh yeah, I saw the overhead shot of all the oil that came out from it. Yeah, it's pretty sad actually that all that oil is in the ocean. Yeah, things that make you go, hmm. Uh, there's a lot of those, but I do have a couple of. Do you have any more wars and rumors of wars? No, that's pretty much it. Okay, because oh well, there. Well, there's a lot of anti-Semitism going on around the world right now. By the way, yeah, yeah, yeah. And this is what I, I would actually put the. Uh, well, it's, it goes leading up to the tribulation and things that make you go hmm. But I'm going to kind of combine them all a little bit because for for some reason, that leading up to the tribulation right now are all things that make you go hmm. The first one being that in the UK, Ireland, they're trying to force. Israeli ambassadors out of Ireland because they don't want them there. I, I would consider that anti-Semitic. Um, and then not only not only anti-Semitic, but anti-Christian here in the United States, there was a Yahoo News article that I uh, looked at. Um, and okay. Somebody just texted me and said they're here, but I can't I can't take that right now. Um, in any event, there's a growing and Yahoo News says there's a growing anti-democratic threat of Christian nationalism in the US. So there's this growing push here in the United States to blame Christians, even white evangelical Christians, for all the issues that are happening in our country right now. And they're calling them anti-democratic. Um so I think that's that's kind of a leading up to the tribulation because Christians will become more and more, I want to say, persecuted because that's what it says in the scripture. Jesus says that right after he talked about the wars and rumors of wars. There'll be persecutions that happens with Christians. And that is already, if you're not noticing it in the mainstream media, that's, um, that's a narrative now that's starting to take more shape. And as a matter of fact, there is a webinar this Thursday that I was invited to. And I'm, I'm going to try to get I'm going to try to get the recording of it because I can't actually be on it live where they have three evangelical Christian scientists that are going to that they're going to have on this webinar to talk about why you should take the, the virus shot. And then they're going to have a Q&A afterwards because there's a growing number of Christians in the country, evangelical Christians that are saying, no, I don't want to take it. So now the government has asked this organization to host a webinar where they have these three uh, evangelical Christian scientists come on and kind of be a pro-shot person. Um, I'm just throwing it out there. Interesting. Yeah. Leading into the simulation. I hear Cujo in the background. Yeah, there's an electrician that's here outside because uh, he did some work for us, and then all of a sudden one of our boxes didn't wasn't working anymore. So he's here to hopefully fix that um nobody in the world needs to know what i just told you <laughs> <laughs> but there it is nobody in the world needs to know that but this is unscripted <laughs> unscripted <laughs> and we didn't talk till we got on this we hadn't talked since last week no we haven't uh, yeah i'll say it that's right. That's sad, man. We got to make. I, I, it was more me than you, obviously, because it's all you. It's all you. It's all me. It's all me. No, you hey, reached out. I called you. I texted you. I emailed you. I sent a letter. <laughs> no response. I didn't. Must, 
I didn't do any of that. <laughs> I know. It must have got lost in the mail. It must have got lost in cyberspace because I don't remember seeing any of that. Well, because you're an electrician. Um, so here's here's a little here's a I know, right? Here's a leading up to the tribulation, things that make you up. Scotland's largest teachers union is is gonna host a play for all of its students called you ready for this? Transgender Jesus. All right. I can't do this. What? I know. You you I don't know. Why? I don't know why, but they're having one. There's a sign. There's a sign right there. I mean, if we're not, if we're, if we're I have nothing more to say about that. I, I don't want to get too deep into that because I just, yeah, there's so much more I could share about that. But anyway, you got any more leading up to tribulation or things to make you go home? I mean, we have a lot of things to make you go home. <laughs> I'm, yeah, next topic. <laughs> next topic. So here's a couple of things to make you go home. And these are all, these are all actually about Israel. And there are three of them are anti-Semitic that I have. And one of them is, uh, is a major change that's potentially happening in Israel right now. Um, I've been keeping an eye on all the pro-Palestine protests and rallies that have been scheduled and going over the last month. <clears throat> and in the next few weeks, there are pro pal and the reason why I'm telling everybody this is because I want you to watch out in your community for things that happen like this because um, they are outright hatred of Israel, and that's how and that's how they're they're not even denying it. They're they're putting it out there as they're outright hating Israel and they're chanting it in the streets. So pro Palestine protests and rallies are scheduled in June at these locations in the United States: Phoenix, Arizona; Gainesville, Florida; Norfolk, Virginia; Denver, Colorado. Staten Island, New York, Minneapolis, Minnesota, and then all over the world, there's a massive amount of online events pro-Palestine happening in the next few weeks. So those are all things that are kind of happening. A Palestinian group in, okay, this is right around the corner from where I live, in Oakland, California, there's a massive, massive port there. Uh, and I know that because we actually have a boat that we reserve every now and then in Alameda, right near that location. And we actually see these container ships all over the place in that area. Well, there was a pro-Palestinian pro group that blocked an Israeli ship from unloading any of the cargo at the dock in Oakland, California this past week. They just blocked it. They said, no, we're not going to let you actually unload. I'm going to keep on leaning. And then the one that shocked me the most, and then I'm gonna I'm gonna shut up for a little bit. Um, a popular children's Nintendo game called Splatoon Two. Okay, there was one scene in that these are this is a kids game. There's one scene at when the character is waiting to get into the game. You know where you can choose which place you want to go to. There's graffiti on the side of one of the walls in this game. It's a cartoon game. That says, and for any parents that are in the room, I'm not going to say the word, but just for your imagination, it says F Israel. And so it's right there in the waiting section of the game. And kids are actually uh, playing this game and seeing that. Now, here's the deal. I want to be fair to Nintendo. The game makers have come out and they said that they did not write that code into the game, that there are people that can change those things for groups 
of, of players. So if a, if a kid happens to find himself in that room where they're playing with other players on the internet, that's something that other people can put in there. But the very fact that somebody did that and the kids are seeing that, it's, uh, it's the things that make you go, hmm. I was about to say, you got to catch on because I'm going to fall off my chair. <laughs> All right, that's it. That's the last one for me for a minute. I was hoping. I know you said, Dan, just shut up. I have a few things to say. No, I don't. I don't have anything to share or say, other than the things that you're saying. I'm just like, really, we're having to have these kinds of discussions about these things. I mean, there's the sign. <clears throat> and the other thing is, you know, whether it's a PlayStation or Xbox or Nintendo or whatever, you know, you got you used to be where you would play me and I'd do sitting next to each other. Now you can play against somebody 24-7 anywhere in the world. And as a parent, I mean, that can be scary. Because what groups are you in? And a lot of adults are playing, and a lot of not-so-nice adults are playing around the world these games to actually lure people in. Or it's another way to put out their propaganda. Yeah. Uh, the other the thing that was, that was resonating with me is why do all these people hate Israel? I mean, what has Israel really done to different people groups? I understand some of the ties to the Middle East and, you know, the borders, and I get that. But it's like, why is everybody hating on them? And we watched a, a movie uh, last night, actually, and it was about um, one of the people that was involved in the the, uh, the murdering of the Jews in World War II, and so he was with a German, you know, he was a German Nazi, and um, and then the story the story was about how he went to uh, South America, and then they ended these Jewish um, patriots went and, and got him, and then brought him back to Israel to stand trial. So that's, that was really the storyline. Six million Jews were executed. Hmm. And he. one of the things that he said is, is just like they were animals. And I'm like, okay, well, if they're animals, we're all animals. So humans are, but that's how they got it into their mindset to carry out the, the, the work. And I'm like, okay, that was six million. So it's called the Holocaust. Yeah. Right. That was in the 40s. So to me, it's like, are we reliving all that? And it's like, what, what's, what's really creating? Which goes back to, it's a spiritual battle. Because a lot of this doesn't make sense. It's like, well, it's because they're, they're, they're Jews. Well, we can pick any culture and say something. So it definitely goes to show that it's a spiritual movement going on with Satan. And I think it's a good transition is all these things are negative that we've just talked about or they're eye-opening and like, hey, man, you need to pay attention. It's like going back to living living with an eternal mindset. And what is that? I'm going to read this. <clears throat> an eternal mindset is focused on God and his love for us. We recognize God is at work with us, and he is up something much bigger than any of us can imagine. We believe the spirit of God himself lives in us. And the other side of it is thinking like 
beauty of heaven and the, the, the perfect, uh, you know, the, the perfection of, of uh, heaven. We don't have perfection here. <laughs> I never will. There's a lot of beauty here. There's a lot of great things. There's not perfection in the sense that it's never perfect. And obviously God, God put us on earth to deal with the different things so that we need a savior. We need to pay attention to him. And I, I just know that once I started looking eternal, and I think I've shared on, on here before, I don't know a whole lot about heaven. I just know it's a lot better than here. Than here. And I've lived a pretty blessed life. And I'm like, okay, if it's better than this, that's great. So my, my job now is to help as many people go to heaven. You know, so what is their eternal mindset? You know, what is your eternal mindset? When I say yours, not Dan's, because I know, I know what his is. And there's a Bible verse, 2 Corinthians. While we look at, not at the things which are seen, because we all want to see something. I'm very visual. But at the things which are not seen, for the things which are seen are temporal. The things which are not seen are eternal. That's 2 Corinthians 4.18. That was out of the King James Version. Um, we can't see it. And with all the things that how we started the show off today is the feeling, you know, people are feeling Frustrated from the last 15 months, but they're also feeling the hope, the renewed hope and the freedom of, hey, maybe we can get back to normal. And I think we can all agree there's no new normal. It's a new normal. It'll never go back to what it was from 2019. <clears throat> and then when you start talking about all the things that we've been talking about on the show every single week, all these signs, all these clues, all these different things, and we don't even touch some of the craziness, you know, just because of the cancel culture and because of the things, but you, you can go and pay attention, you know, and, and pretty much any news media outlet, not just, you know, the certain ones. And obviously we go in and we, we, we research beyond just the main, main street, main mainstream media. <clears throat> so when you're not sure what to do and like that video that you play that you created, by the way, Thanks to our great team and our sponsorship. <laughs> we don't have a sponsor, people. No, but that, now I'm thirsty. There's your sign. So when I when I started looking at eternal, I started to realize a lot of these things don't matter, and a lot of these things it's just part of the, it's part of the way we are and where we're going. And I know one thing: God is in control. And maybe, maybe somebody's watching and saying, hey, God's not in control of my life. My life sucks. Things are going bad. Hey, we've all been there to some degree. All of us have had certain things in our life. I mean, you had a very tough week, as you shared with me before we got on. Um, and and we're not immune to it. And it, it may be, look a little different. It may be a little different than anyone that's watching this all around the world, which, again, just blows my mind that, you know, we got people all around the world watching this, which tells me people are hungry for hope. People are hungry for the truth. People are hungry for something much bigger than what we, we normally see. <clears throat> and, that's the, and, and that's really only found in the ultimate truth in Jesus Christ. And when you start to look at those things from an eternal standpoint, it makes like, you know what, I can deal with this. I can, I can 
it's not worth getting frustrated. It's not worth getting upset about. And there's a level of peace that I find in, in spite of some of the frustrations or the craziness or even stupidity that I see sometimes. There's about, I did a little search right before we hopped on this morning, you and I, before the show, and just looked at some scriptures about the eternal perspective. And when we say eternal perspective, we mean when you accept Jesus into your heart and the forgiveness that he offers, you can you actually are confessing with your mouth and with your heart, hey, I need Jesus. I need God. I broke his law. Jesus was the only sacrifice. He is the son of God. I want to accept it in my heart and accept his forgiveness and be a changed person. I want to be with God forever in heaven. As a matter of fact, Paul, Saint, the Apostle Paul, who wrote many of the letters in the New Testament, says, I consider it pure joy, my brothers, when I go through trials and persecutions and tribulations, because to be because he actually was yearning for the, the day he could be with Jesus again, where he said, I, uh, to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. But unless you accept Jesus as your Savior, that's not going to happen. But those of you who are believers out there right now, I want to speak directly to you. Those of you who are not believers, hang in there. We're going to give you a chance that right before the end of this to accept Jesus and be encouraged by these same words that I'm going to share with everybody out there right now that are believers in Jesus. First Peter chapter 1, verses 3 to 4. All praise to God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. It is by his great mercy that we have been born again because God raised Jesus from the dead. Now we live with great expectation and we have a priceless inheritance, an inheritance that is key in heaven for you, pure and undefiled beyond the reach of change and decay. That's the eternal, eternal life that GJ and I are talking about. Colossians 3 verses 1 to 2, since you have been raised to new life with Christ, set your sights on the realities of heaven where Christ sits in the place of honor at God's right hand. Think about the things of heaven, not the things of earth. 1 John 2, 28, and now, dear children, remain in fellowship with, with Christ so that when he returns, you will be full of courage and not shrink back from him in shame. James 5, 7, dear brothers and sisters, be patient as you wait for the Lord's return. I need to hear that one. Consider the farmers who patiently wait for the rains in the fall and in the spring. They eagerly look for the valuable harvest to ripen. So all of us are like that farmer right now, waiting for the return of Jesus but we're going to wait patiently for it. And then First uh, Peter 1, 13 to 15. Therefore, prepare your minds for action. Keep sober in spirit. Fix your hope completely on the grace to be brought to you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. As obedient children, do not be conformed to the former lusts, which were yours in your ignorance. But like the Holy One who called you, be holy yourselves also in all your behavior. And then the last one, just to encourage everybody, is uh, 1 Corinthians 15, verse 58. So, my dear brothers and sisters, be strong and immovable. Always work enthusiastically for the Lord, for you know that nothing you do for the Lord is ever useless. So we're our encouragement to all of you today specifically is every week, week in, week out, we give you this news. We offer the plan of salvation. We offer you an opportunity to accept Christ, just to pray with us. And it can be easy to focus on all the things we're talking about and only look at how negative they are for the temporary. But they are really supposed to point us to the fact that Jesus is coming again. He promised that to us. He promised that these things were going to happen. 
And a lot of the things he has promised and has already been foretold in the scriptures have taken place. But now we're in that moment where I, when Peter, Peter was one of the disciples of Jesus, right after the day in Acts chapter 2, that 3,000 people came to know Jesus all at once because of what happened with the Holy Spirit. He says to the religious leaders, he says, Jesus came and you missed it. You missed him. And then you tried to kill him. And you still are missing him. I don't want to be like the Pharisees, the religious leaders of our day that miss what God is trying to do in our time. So we're going to, Gigi and I are going to keep our focus on the eternal. We're going to keep our focus on those of you who need to know him. We want to take as many people to heaven with us as possible. And only to do that, it just takes one prayer, takes one confession. And and acceptance of his forgiveness for us. So I think we should pray. Well, before we do it, just, just you, what you just said is that simple. And, and just, it's a simple ask. It, it doesn't even have to be a prayer. And I know a lot of times it's got to be the perfect prayer and this and that. And I mean, and I've, I've joked around on, on the show about you know, you're better praying than I am. And, you know, God doesn't care about how you do it, it's like simply asking him to come in your heart, asking for forgiveness and, and, and acknowledging that he's your savior. You do that, you got eternal life to, to, to you know, and, and the Holy Spirit will, will guide you. You just have to be obedient. That's why we're obedient every week to do this show. And some weeks it's been a little challenging to be able to do the show because of certain life things that are going on and somehow we found a way. And I, I think every week somebody's impacted and, and, and if nobody else is impacted, I know Dan's impacted. I know I'm impacted and I've learned to stay away from volcanoes and stay away from sinkholes. <laughs> and don't go out to take a picture of a tornado. It's probably not a good idea. <laughs> so <laughs> cut that out. Cut that out. <laughs> Amen to that. Amen to that. <clears throat> oh man. Well, hey, do you want to you want to pray with everybody? Sure. Put put it on me. Hey, man. Dear, dear Lord, we thank you for this opportunity to to serve you. You know, and we we acknowledge you as Lord and Savior. We we thank you for um, forgiving us for our sins, for for having your Son die on the cross. We thank you for coming in to make our heart new. And, and I know Dan and I have seen many times, shared many times, our heart continues to open up. Our mindset continues to open up. And, and you put that eternal spark in, into our spirit. Uh, so anybody that's, that's listening or anybody that's watching, I, I ask that you ask God to come in your heart and you acknowledge Jesus as your Lord and Savior. And that you ask for forgiveness for all your sins. And you, you ask God to guide you in the next steps, whatever that may be for you. I pray in your name, Jesus, on the blood of Jesus, in Jesus' name, amen. amen. Hallelujah. 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 <laughs> the angels are singing. And, and, and my dad is now singing with B.J. Thomas. That's right. <laughs> You know, maybe instead of singing raindrops keep falling on my head, they're up there going, there shall be showers of blessing. That's an old song from the, 
uh, in the hymnal. I think it was page 213 or 217 in my hymnal growing up. I, I'm not sure why I said that, but there you go. Well, it's the same reason you shared that because you were talking about your, your electrician. That's right. I just mentioned <laughs> random information that nobody really cares about. <laughs> Maybe they do. <laughs> Maybe they do. Hey, we love you all so much. We love coming to you every single week. We're praying for you. We believe that God has got major things in store for your life and for your future. And we all, we both believe that it's more eternal than it is here on this earth. But we are called to live in obedience to him. We need to live in obedience to him and what his word is. So be obedient. Stay true to God. We'll see you guys next week. Love you. Have a great week. Thank you for tuning in to End Times Chat with GJ and Dan. If you decided to follow Christ, email us at endtimeschat at gmail.com. We would love to hear your story. Tune in next time for more. And don't forget to pray, prepare, protect, proclaim, pray again, persist, persevere, and pass it on. God bless. We'll see you next time.